Well, no yeah, and I just hope that they but... use, you know, some common sense and not do the dog talking type stuff. <laughs> you know, that that's going to be the whole show. Oh, my gosh. Be... He's the narrator. We're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Turn it off. Turn it off. Welcome to Red Wine Reads, a community of book lovers talking about our favorite and not-so-favorite books while pouring a glass or two of wine. I'm your host, Jenna Miller, and with me today is our resident historical fiction expert, Abby Williams. Now, before we start, I should warn you that we do spoil the endings of the books we review, so if you don't like that, then please go finish this book and come right back to this episode. My goal is to have you read these books with us so you can participate in the conversation. At the beginning of each month, I outline the books we will be reviewing, so whether you want to read one, none, or all of them, the choice is up to you. These reviews are not backed by any science or experience, just purely two opinionated amateur readers. You may hate the books we love or love the books we hate. Everyone has different tastes, but we hope this podcast is fun to listen to no matter how you like your books. So without further ado, let's pull some corks and get reading. This week, we read Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. Abby, welcome to the show. Before we get too into into the weeds of things, let's let, let's start by hello. <laughs> welcome. Hello, Jenna. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, um, I'm also not drinking any alcohols today because I had I went pretty hard um over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so I got peppermint tea. <laughs> I am drinking for fall some chai. Mm. Mm. So we're it's a little PG. Um, yes. But you know what? It's also only one thirty in the afternoon for me. <laughs> I'm three thirty for you. So. Yeah, so it's not quite. Yeah, there. quite there. Mm. Five o'clock somewhere, but not where we are. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we read this week lessons in chemistry. The this book is by Bonnie Garmus. Um. And as I was looking into her kind of bio and who she is and all this stuff, um. She is a copywriter and creative director. She's worked um, widely with the field of technology, medicine, education, so it kind of makes sense for this book. Uh, She is an open water swimmer and a rower and a mother, so that also makes sense with this book. And um, she's born in California, um, and she currently lives in London with her husband and her dog, and guess what her dog is named? I am literally reading it right now. That makes so much more sense now. 99. 99. Come here, 99. Come here. One of my qualms. At least it's not a time. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a little bit about this book. So it got a 4.38 on Goodreads. So people really, really enjoy this book. And like across the board on Amazon, on Google, a lot of people like this book. It's getting over four stars everywhere, um, which is great. Um, it's definitely someone's cup of tea, but I'm not sure if it was mine. <laughs> uh, as we get into the summary, I just think it it lied. It lied in its summary. Read, read us the summary, Jenna. Okay, I'll read the summary and I'll let you know why. Okay. 
Chemist Elizabeth Zott is not your average woman. In fact, Elizabeth Zott would be the first person to point out that there is no such thing as an average woman. But it's the early 1960s, and, all, and her all-male team at Hastings Research Institute takes a very unscientific view of equality. Except for one, Calvin Evans, the lonely, brilliant, Nobel Prize-nominated grudge holder who falls in love with, of all things, her mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me while I go barf a little bit in my mouth. Yeah. Um, true chemistry results. Uh, but like science, life is unpredictable, which is why a few years later, Elizabeth Zott finds herself not only a single mother, but the reluctant star of America's most beloved cooking show, Supper at Six. Elizabeth's unusual approach to cooking combined one tablespoon of acidic acid with a pinch of sodium chloride proves revolutionary. But as her following grows, not everyone is happy because as it turns out, Elizabeth Zott isn't just teaching women women to cook she's daring them to change the status quo this is where it gets this is where it lies laugh out loud funny shrewdly observant and studded with a dazzling cast of supporting characters lessons in chemistry is an original is as original and vibrant as its protagonists <laughs> first of all i don't think i laughed once I don't think I laughed. I sure what? didn't. I sure yeah. did not laugh when no. he got no. dragged fact, by a dog into a cop car that ran him over. over. Like a speed bump. This is honestly like just like a tragic story all around. They deal with like her depression. Like uh, absolutely nothing is funny about it. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Let's There was a We're lot. We're getting there, into it. Though. We're getting into it. Um here uh, in normal circumstances, I would start with what I liked, um, but this circumstance, I feel like I need to start with my qualms um, because it gets more into the plot and and the marketing of this book that I have. I have the biggest issue with the marketing of this book, and here's why. <laughs> because they're marketing this as like a fun-loving romance. It is yes. not. Well, okay, so I was actually thinking about this the other day, too, because when we talked about it, we were like, okay, we want to do a romance novel, because that is outside of both of our comfort zones. Like, I'm sorry, I don't read romance novels. And so then when I started it, I was like, okay, there's, the, like, mm -hmm. all right, Calvin Evans, you know, there's a little something, something there. But then obviously we know he dies. And then the entire rest of the book, which is probably three quarters of the book, has absolutely nothing to do with romance. And I'm just, I, I started it, Jenna, and I was like, am I reading the wrong book? Like, I literally, like, made sure that I was reading the right one. Because I was like, this is not a romance novel at all. Well, okay, because the, the whole first paragraph is about them falling in love. Mm -hmm. of, that, of that summary. And so, in my head, I hadn't read any spoilers on it. I didn't read anything, like, any, like, um, book reviews on it. Because I was like, nope, we're going right. to go in cold turkey. And so in my head, I'm reading this and I'm like, definitely, it's going to be about, it's, it's going to be about like their romance. And then all of a sudden, like he's going to leave and she's going to be a single mom, but then they're going to like figure it out. Like in my head, I'm right. like, it's, it's a romance. And then when they get together within the first 10 pages and they're, and he dies within the first hundred pages, I was like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, where is this, this is going good. now? I'm not sure. And then my, it was just 
comical to me because I was like looking over the last few pages um like before this and it's just like they try to tie it back right so it's like Calvin Evans he dies and then there's this huge thing that happened there's just this like huge chunk of the book that happens and at the very end um you know we'll talk about what happens but it's something like we just had like actual chemistry and I'm just like you just tied that in at the very end like it just was not that was my that was another big qualm that I had with it was okay we're talking about you know chemistry between like our characters and like okay yeah whatever it's gross but like I'll I'll go with it I'll go with it um and then you talk about that for the first you know what 80 pages that you're with and then it's like we don't really like we mentioned that Calvin is dead but we don't talk about like their relationship at all for like the next however many pages, 200 pages. And then at the very end, you're like, oh, and then I realized that we really did have true chemistry. And it was like, what? What? Yeah, it was just kind of like a wanna ding, 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 over here, over here, over here. And I was just like, what? It was, it, it was to me, it was three different stories. Yeah. Because well, it then, was... Well, yeah, because like even just think about characters. You know, you and I are both very big on character development. And mm-hmm. I just remember thinking there were so many characters in this that were introduced, but we had absolutely no idea how they were related to the story until, like, the very end. Like, even um, Reverend Wakely, that's his name, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, we didn't know really, like, why he was befriending Madeline or any of that, you know? Like, it was just it, it was just weird, and I, I feel like they were... You're right. It was three different stories happening all at once, and I'm like people if you had just sat down and read this you would not have rated it for point whatever I that just blows my mind because I like if I I guess if I would have gone into this thinking okay this is gonna be like a historical fiction um story about a single mom overcoming a bunch I would have maybe been like oh yeah 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 yeah, totally that like fits in um but even so, <laughs> you're, like, marketing – or, like, you're, like, really digging into, like, their relationship in the first, like, mm-hmm. 80 pages. And it does not have to do with a thing later. Like, you know, she's just – I don't know. And then they were trying to make her likable, and I did not like her. No, I don't – like, that's what was weird. It was, like, they were – she was trying to, to create a character – that isn't likable, but is so unlikable that she's likable. And I'm just like, wait, that doesn't even, that that's not how it works. Like, you got to appreciate the people who just say it how it is. And I do believe Elizabeth Zott is that. Um, she was yeah. never mean. She was never, you know, unkind. But there was never a, any emotion attached to her. The only time we saw her really be emotional, you know, was at the very end when uh, she was meeting um, Avery. And so it was just like things like that where she was not relatable at all, I think. Because even when Calvin died, she just sat there and throw. yeah, she looked sad, but it wasn't like a, do you know what I mean? Like it just wasn't. No, they they didn't make her hu- like she didn't make her human. Right, like she almost robotic. Like I like chemistry. Like that's literally yeah. What it was. And I get that. Like I guess you're maybe trying to make a point of like okay, the scientist like she thinks through everything very analytically, very like here are the facts. It, but like you didn't give us enough backstory to like care about her. Right. 
And because she seemed very closed off as well, like with her story. And as a reader, you feel very closed off to her as well because you're like, wow, I don't really like, I don't know how she feels about this. I don't know how she feels about this. Like, I felt very like. Well, I think I think that Bonnie Garmus also like she even did a better job at showing Calvin as a more human character. Like, he was in love with her. There was no doubt. And that was a likable feature on him. But they had similar intellects. You know, like, they were both very, very smart. Both thought through everything. But, and yet, you still felt that, like, oh, okay. Like, he really cares about her. And sometimes I think, I think, you know, Elizabeth was missing that. Yes. Yes. You and I both really liked the, like, strong female leads in a historical fiction book. But this just felt very, like, cold. She was not, she was not strong. It was, like, cold. I almost wonder if that was maybe the intent. Because, like, if you think about it, her entire life is a tragedy, man. Um, Yeah. Elizabeth's dad, (laughs) evangelical preacher who performed, quote-unquote, miracles, ended up, like, setting people on fire and killing three people. Then her mom just bailed. Her brother committed suicide. Like, her life is very, very tragic. And I'm wondering if that was kind of Bonnie's way of being like, it doesn't matter how damaged you are. There are other people who are just as damaged and like you guys can still find love and happiness. Yeah, but like, was she happy? (laughs) We don't know. We don't know. (laughs) Because like, I was almost pissed. I was like, Calvin, you can do so much better. (laughs) I mean, yeah. It's so bad, though, because books are funny, because I'm just thinking of Calvin as just, like, a not-good-looking dude. <laughs> I don't know why. But well, because like, she tells you that he's not. Yeah, and so I'm just kind of like, uh, both of them, it's just an L on both of their parts, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just had... I think that was maybe why it was so hard for me to read it, because I was like... First of all, I knew I wasn't getting a romance, so I was like, well, this is going to be not what I expected and I don't know if I'm ready for this (laughs) and I don't know I just like can't explain it I literally just feel like I was not rooting for anyone I wasn't even rooting for mad because I feel like she talks like a 65 year old man I mean she does it's not her fault like how do you feel that your mom is reading you I don't know Moby Dick before you go to bed like that's weird that's weird. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it passed the line of quirky, and it was just weird. Oh, totally. And then, okay, we have got to talk about this, because this is one of my biggest things with this book that I did not like. Okay. I did not like that 630, which is their dog, <laughs> yeah, was a full-on character in this. Oh, You my got God. his thoughts. You got, like, everything he's thinking. Um, just like an absolute, like basically just personifying this, this dog and it just, just not it for me. No, you know what it reminded me of? And I wish I could bring on Ella for a quick little soapbox here. Uh, it reminded me of Rocky, the, uh, alien that was in Project Hail Mary that we ripped into. Cause it's like, this dog does not understand what is happening. Maybe dogs can learn the English language. Who the frick knows? But, like, they're not going to be like... Yeah, no. What What was he up to? Like, 986 English words or something? Yeah. No. I'm sorry, but no. I That annoyed me. Because that also, like, 
that adds another point of view. And there were point like the POV was very odd. It kept like switching between like there was at one point it was Mad's point of view. At one point it was what's her name? The neighbor. Um, Harriet. Harriet. It was like switching to her yeah. point of view and then it was switching to it was just it was too much. I agree. And it would switch for, like, a paragraph and then go back and then a paragraph and then go back. And then I feel like that also led to that disconnect between the characters and the relationship with each other. Well, and, like, that was the other thing that I was trying to figure out. Like, I genuinely was trying to figure this out because the entire time I never, under any circumstance, got the impression that they were all, like, all the characters were a family. You know, other than maybe Madeline... Uh, Elizabeth and Harriet like they're the only people who really spent time together and then at the very end she invites Avery to be like come be a part of their family with everyone um what's his name Walter and like I get it they're friends but I never felt like it was that distinction between hey you know what like we are a family yeah and that whole thing at the end I'm so mad about it. <laughs> it was so unnecessary. Yeah, I agree. It was so unnecessary. So they, for for those um, who maybe have, it's been a while since you've read it, or uh, or you're just listening because you don't care about spoilers. We love you. <laughs> um, it, you know, the these we're talking about throughout the whole book. You think you know that Calvin had gone to an all boys like foster home because, or all, all boys like orphanage home kind of thing um, for kids who don't have parents. And then he uh, was getting a, there was a big donor that was donating to this um, school because Calvin thought it was his father who didn't want him because that's what they were. That's what they were telling him, but they were like, we're going to keep funding this, orphanage because we have the money and we want um our son to like do well or whatever and then you realize that um it was his mother that was funding it and because she thought that the the orphanage had told her that her son had died but then she realized that there is the son on the cover of chemistry whatever and then 20 years later (laughs) and hasn't seen her son since birth, but does recognize that that is her son, um, at age 20 something. Um, cause apparently that's a thing. Maybe she saw and then herself she got, in him. It was like, that's me on maybe. the, on the cover. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know how that works. I'm but just I trying to make it up right. because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then they come in at the very end cause they want to bring, Elizabeth back to Hastings to like run her own department, which is the research place, and to actually come back into chemistry. And then they're like, do this whole big reveal that, oh, da da da, we actually like were, I was Calvin's mom, and here it is. And then like that's the first time that Elizabeth like actually shows any emotion. Just, it was very rushed at the end as well. It was like, oh, hello, this is a stranger who wants to hire you back. Hastings after you've been fired twice like and then they're just in a lab and then all of a sudden they have this like groundbreaking conversation that seems to alter both of their lives forever and I'm just like what is happening like (laughs) well also uh, speaking of coming back to Hastings you have uh what's her face 
the uh, head frask. of is that cool? Frask. How the hell <laughs> would you become friends with her after how yeah, she acted you with you? Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I mean, okay, to be fair, we have to talk about kind of it what like we really do need to talk about setting. This obviously was the 1960s, 1950s, 60s, and you know, women didn't get to do it a lot of things and like I think Frask was a good representation of what probably a lot of women were like shaming other women Mm -hmm. for not doing what was normal but then finally realizing oh hey you know what maybe they're not wrong maybe we can try this so I think in a way they were trying to redeem her character a little bit and um if I were Elizabeth Zott I would be like no (laughs) um yeah absolutely not but I mean, I think that's that was the intent behind it, and I get it, um, but it was also, like, um, a little too late. <laughs> I get it. I just feel like they went way too hard in the paint with her at the first, when she first came in. Like, she came in guns blazing. Like, like excuse me, ma'am, you can't be in here. Uh, like, this is all of uh, your dead lover's stuff, um, and we're going to just take it the away. Worst. Thanks. And, like, your dog can't be here, uh, so, like, get out of here. Oh, and by the way, like, you're fired. And also, (laughs) yeah, sorry, I'm the reason that you got fired. I told everyone you're pregnant. Like, the worst, the worst character. (laughs) And, yeah, and I get that you're trying to have a redeeming arc, but I feel like at that point... It was kind of too much, like, 180. It was too much there, and then she just comes back, and then she's like, oh, right. sorry, yeah, we did, like, we had the same kind of experience, which, like, I think is interesting. That's where it, like, reeled me back in of, like, oh, now we're going to talk about kind of the the power hierarchy of the males and the females in this industry, and that's very interesting that both of these women were trying to pursue a higher education but ended up getting molested by yeah. a higher-up and weren't able to pursue that. That's interesting, and that is a point of, like, that you can bond over. Uh, but then that was just kind of glazed over and then, okay, back and, into And that like, was my biggest thing. Yeah, sex. and that was my biggest thing with those. I thought it was very important to talk about. But first of all, it came in, um, at least Elizabeth's experience at UCLA. That happened very early on. And we kind of didn't have context on how that was going to play out. And then all of a sudden it's brought back in with Frask. Like later, it wasn't it like a bathroom or something. And it just kind of seemed unnatural um, the way it kind of came about. And then you're right. It was just kind of like, all right, we both experienced this fist bump. And then, like, they moved on. And I didn't like that. I was like, okay, well, like, that obviously has a lot of issues. And if if, if Bonnie Garments really wanted to, you know, form that bond with them, they should have had that conversation. Like, hey, like... Like, how has this affected you? Things like that. It was just so, like, this happened, and we moved on. Yeah, and I think that that ties in with the, uh, like, the lack of emotional intelligence mm-hmm. of this character. Mm-hmm. And it's it's okay to have someone, I guess, react and process things differently than you normally would, but the way that it was kind of attached to her and how she's like not really reactive of anything made it feel almost like non-human because you're like you would have to have like felt something a little deeper than that right you would think (laughs) but i i don't know like i'm i'm feeling like this is more and more 
like the Project Hail Mary in there's like a, the main protagonist is someone that you're just not connecting with and you don't really care about because they're so fantastical. Like they're just like, they don't act the way that you expect them to act. And I'm, well, I'm wondering if that's the allure of it all. Like, do people wish that they could keep their emotions out in check and maybe not be as affected by it? Like what, what, like Mm -hmm. I hated it. I hated not relating to her. It was why it took me literally so long to read this book. I just couldn't get into it because I didn't relate. I didn't want her. I mean, I didn't care if she succeeded. Like, that was kind of the thing. Like, and, and I'm wondering, like, readers, I would love to hear from some other people who maybe did rate it pretty high. Like, what did they like about it? Because um, if you want a good feminism book, like, there's tons of them with great protagonists who you're going to love. I just didn't think this book was one of them. Yeah, it's it's an interesting concept. I think honestly, I was more intrigued with the the separate six section. Like I thought that oh, was same. fascinating. And I well, I think that in itself is a really cool idea because I mean, first of all, you don't think about it. Chemistry is a part of literally everything we do. We are chemistry. And then bringing it kind of to a level that the women of that time period who were told, hey, you can't do this on your own. You can't do that. You can't even, you know, pay for anything. You can't go get a job. You just have to be at home. I think it was a very amazing way to kind of just be like, hey, well, like maybe what we're being told isn't right. What if you went and tried this? Yeah. Yeah. And I almost feel like it, that part was almost so unrealistic that she could have showed up to a set and done whatever she wanted and didn't get fired oh, off the bat. Oh, she would have, no doubt. Especially as a woman yeah. during that time. <laughs> they would have just shut it down mid-tape and just like, nope, yep. see ya. Exactly. And then also the rowing. Uh, I get it. But I don't. <laughs> I I mean, I tried to imagine it as like, okay, instead of rowing, let's put volleyball in there. I was like, okay, uh, it's a little more, it's a little more understandable. But yeah, I just, I think that was part of her reason of like showing the the chemistry between, you know, Calvin and her, and then obviously doing something for yourself. And I don't know, it just was kind of like could have been in there, could have been taken out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was... Now, reading that she is a rower, I was like, that was definitely just like a... Little sticker for her. She's like, yeah, rowing. Yeah, just like, women can row too, which, yes, but that is such a niche that... I know, (laughs) That, whatever, I don't care. I just... Let's just get into final ratings. All right, all right. I mean, <laughs> unless you have anything else to add to this. Honestly, no. I just, I'm just I'm not mad. Just it kind of. It's just a disappointment. Like, you know what? This is not the type of book I normally read. So I was excited. I was like, let's try something new. And it just was kind of like a, oh, okay. So that's what I've been missing. Not much. Like, I don't feel like it's a fair I, book I, to. I, to to go on though i need to read maybe a couple more no we need to get we need to get you one yeah. more in there so we can uh an actual romance not <laughs> where the love interest dies like a quarter of the way through 
brutally. Yeah, do you feel like this that? is beef on pork? Not... that? Like, what? Yeah, it was tragic. No. No, if I wanted a um, a scene where where a dog owner brutally just dies, um, and the dog is narrating it, I would do uh, the art of dancing. Of oh yes, rain, so. yes, absolutely. That that's the only book told from a dog perspective I will read. And well, and it's all from the dog's perspective, is it not? Like not just jumping yeah. around. Not fifteen different yeah. narrators. That's... Okay. With that said, that's a final rating. Okay. Um, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three out of five. Uh, Here's why. I had a really hard time getting into it. Again, I was misled. This is not a romance. It's a historical fiction. It is not funny. So I'm mad about that. (laughs) That's a whole point in itself knocked down. Um... I don't think it's funny. And I think it's I think it's interesting and the concept is cool and I think the like separate six section I genuinely read that pretty quickly and I was like very into that section. Um but like I said it's broken up into like three different books and I don't I didn't like two out of the three. So I think with that being said and I didn't really care for any of the characters a whole lot. Um yeah, I'm going to go with a 3 out of 5. Okay, well, I have the same rating, 3 out of 5. Um, again, I did not hate it. I like, I, I really didn't. My number one issue is that when I'm really into a book, I could read it, you know, depending on my, my schedule, I can read it in two days. Like, easy. This one took me... I think I got it maybe three days after we did the last podcast. And... I like I it took me like a month and it was just like kind of I don't want to call it torture but there were certain sections where I was just like I do not want to read this like I I want to text Jenna and say hey let's let's change books (laughs) um yeah so characters are a big one I wasn't rooting honestly I think the only one only character I actually kind of was rooting for was maybe Calvin um I was like cool she's kind of like helping him a little bit and then all of a sudden boom Nope. Yeah. He died. Um, <laughs> I have a big issue with 630. Didn't like that. Did not like the dog's perspective. Really bugged me. And I can't tell you why. It just really, really bugged me. I was like, I feel like I'm watching the shaggy dog. Like, <laughs> that's what yeah. I felt like. Um, what else? I mean, her writing's actually decent. I do think that she, mm-hmm. yeah, she, she, she's a good writer. I think it just needs to be, you know, constructed maybe a little bit better. Um, and I think it was very, very rushed at certain parts, especially that, the ending. It's like, Hey, hello, stranger. Um, actually I'm kind of your mother-in-law in in a, in a, in a way. And I want to meet my granddaughter. Like it was just so rushed, um, lack of emotion and just emotional intelligence throughout. So that I would give it a three. Honestly, I would consider going lower if I didn't like the concept. I, I did like the concept. Yeah. Yeah, I like the concept. I think, yeah, and I think, honestly, like, it doesn't get any higher than a three for me because I, I don't think I'd recommend it. Oh, I wouldn't, this, yeah. To be totally honest. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's, everyone's raving about it, so maybe. maybe. we just have different tastes. Honestly. Maybe. 
But yeah, the fact that they're marketing we, just, we it, don't we don't find yeah, it funny. The way that they're marketing it as funny and like I'm no. Just no. It's not funny at all. I'm gonna reread it no. just to find one place in it that I laughed. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, no. 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 No, no, no. Not my not my kind of humor, not my cup mm-hmm. of tea. At all. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, let's get into pairings where we pick TV shows, movies, other books, uh, and a drink to go along with this lovely, uh, book that we have. <laughs> lovely. Uh, do you want to go first? Um, sure. Okay. So my first one, I'll do movie first. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Radioactive. Um. No. It's a very good movie. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, But it's basically based on the true story of uh, Marie Curie and basically the discovery of radiation. Um, Unfortunately, you know, Mm -hmm. her and her husband die of it. But the movie kind of of, uh, goes on the love story of them. They're both brilliant people who discover this. So um, kind of a perfect pairing. Um, also ends kind of tragically because, you know, they literally cuddled with radiation at night because they didn't know that it was bad for you. Um, so yeah, uh, Radioactive, also really good actors. Okay, this one, I must admit, I have not watched the full series at all, but I've been told to watch, to, to like watch it and it's all the way from back in 1993 is when it started, but it's kind of that whole, like, it's a little sci-fi, but it's, you know. We got a, a female protagonist who's kind of a boss lady. We love her. But it's called The X-Files. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think that's a good pairing just because we love strong women who, you know, dabble in all things science and unsolved cases and all of that. Um, okay. The book is what I struggled with pairing. Um, I, like I said, I don't, I don't read romance. So... Other than maybe Nicholas Sparks, and I don't think any of those really fit it. Um, but in terms of kind of tragic love story, I guess we could do like John Green's um, uh, Fall in Our Stars, I guess. Kind of, right? Like a, it's a romance and yeah, um, a little, little bit tragic there. So yeah, so that those are my pairings. Okay, I like it. Um, do you have any drinks? Gosh, that you're she always asked me this, and I was like, I don't know any drinks. <laughs> I need to study up on wine. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I I did drink a. I guess I'll get. Well, I'll get into mine. Um, I did drink a. Oh, I think it was a cab salve. It may have even just been a red blend. That's how um that's how unimpressive it was, but it was just very generic. It wasn't bad, it wasn't good. Um, but it had like a uh the label was a um was like a periodic table ah. label. So I feel like whatever that wine was um goes very well uh with this with this book because it's got the periodic uh, Not good, not it. bad, and it has to do with not chemistry. good, not bad. <laughs> Can't complain. I don't remember the name of it, so I won't even like recommend it to someone. That's how it goes. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, I'm not gonna lie. I did not prep uh, my pairings for this one. Um, 
but I will do my best to do off the cuff. So I think I keep referencing this book, so I may as well pair it, uh, Project Hail Mary, where, you know, you kind of have this not super likable character, main character that the story is told through, um, and then you have a companion that is trying to learn the English language and then miraculously can understand a bunch of words very quickly. And it makes no sense. Interesting. <laughs> so uh, I feel like that is very similar. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I had a very similar reaction <laughs> while reading this book. Um, so I will I will continue to do that. Uh, movie theory. Of okay, everything. so I came across that one too. And I've only I've only seen like the first half of it, so I didn't feel com- confident doing pairing it. But yes, I think that's a good pairing. Yes, because you know you have Stephen Hawking, um, brilliant scientist who falls in love with another brilliant uh, scientist, um, and they just fall in love. So, but he doesn't tragically die, but he does try. He does have his own tragedy. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of a TV show. I was trying. Yeah. I had one that was kind of stupid, and I don't think it actually pairs. Okay, have you ever seen the... It's funny, because this is one of Sierra's favorite shows. Have you ever seen Chuck? Oh, yeah. I yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, it's a little different type of intelligence there, but... Um, and then, like, there's, like, obviously, like, this major romance in it, so I was kind of thinking that one. <laughs> oh, see, that's that's good. Um we really don't have very many shows with um, women in STEM. Big Bang Theory. Actually, I thought of that one too, and I was like, mm, that's not even like women. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. So, I mean, it would work, but. Amy, yeah, true. You have that's Amy. True. <laughs> um, so, yikes. That, this is just a, a PSA to all people making TV shows. Let's, um, let's, let's do, do better. better. <laughs> Um, they are making this book into a show with Brie Larson for Apple t- Apple Original. Wait, TV. lessons in chemistry? Oh no. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I am not. I'm not a fan of turning books into TV shows because they repeatedly let me down every single time. I still, to this day, cannot and will not get over Firefly Lanes. I, I can't. It is one of the worst. They're coming out with season two. Worst, like adaptations I've ever seen. Um, they got so many of the things wrong in it and it just, it boils my blood. So, um, I mean, luckily I don't love this book, so I'll watch it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. the TV show will be better. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch if it, if it gets into the dog or if I, I don't want to watch the death. Scene. That's true. Um, I guess I could skip it because I'll know. Yeah, and I just hope that they use, you know, some common sense and not do the dog talking type stuff. (laughs) You know, that's going to be the whole show. Oh my gosh. He's the narrator. We're like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) Turn it off. Turn it off. (laughs) Oh God. Well, that was a good one. Thanks for hanging in here if, uh, if you made it this far. And we're sorry if you are one of the many that actually like this Yeah, book. no offense. Um, no offense. These are our opinions and our opinions only. 
our opinions only. We uh, we will gladly accept feedback in the uh, in our Instagram and TikTok channels. So please let us know wh- where we went wrong. Let us know where our humor went wrong because apparently the, this is the funniest book to ever come out <laughs> ever. It's funny that you say that. That's I don't get what's it. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Abby. This is uh, a joy as, as always. always. Let's pick a book that we hopefully will both like next time. Sounds great. (laughs) Well, that's the show. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked it, please go give it five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to it right now. If you want more book-related content, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at rwreadspodcast. Again, that's at r-w-r-e-a-d-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t. That's at rwreadspodcast on Instagram and TikTok. Until next week, keep your books open and your drink glasses full. Thanks all.